0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Renovate with Ramos. On today's show, James will discuss the average cost of a home renovation with our guest, Jonathan Moore from Envision Advisors. Enjoy. Hi, my name is James Ramos with Renovate with Ramos, and I'm here with Jonathan Moore with Envision Advisors. Jonathan comes by way of Tampa, Florida. He's an architect and um, started. You got your license in two thousand five. I did. I did. Um, a few
1: along the way. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I really appreciate you coming, Bud. We've had a couple um, podcasts together, and mm-hmm. and you're always enlightening. And you're um, on the top of my list when I have an issue with construction or design. I love to call you and pick your brain, and you're always providing tremendous value thank you glad to be here um the topic of today is is average cost of a home renovation but i wanted to stop for a second and just um let you tell the folks a little bit about yourself and and how you got to the role that you're in you're the principal of of envision and advisors and you guys do a bang up job yeah so we provide
1: a really unique service in this area it's it's more common um maybe out west, Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood, Malibu. We are what the industry calls an owner's representative. And owner's reps manage the design and construction process for folks that might not have the time or knowledge to do so. Uh, building a new home or a complex renovation uh, can be very daunting for an owner. Uh, we come in as sort of an extension of uh, that owner and manage the process uh, dealing with the architects, interior designers, contractors. We don't make decisions for our owners, but we make those decisions very efficient um, and use our industry knowledge to, you know, speak to best practices, you know, whether or not if, you know, the contractor might say, well, it's going to cost this much, you know, we validate those right. numbers. And uh, oftentimes are that that educator of our owners. Right. Uh, you know, the design and construction world changes very fast and perceptions of how much a project should cost oftentimes are very dated. Uh, we find people saying, Oh, I can build that for a hundred dollars a foot. Well, yeah, that
0: was in 1995. Um, times change. And it's amazing that even professionals like an architect whose you know, mainstay is basically drawing. They're not necessarily akin to the prices of today.
1: That's very true. Um, the prices are very volatile now right. uh, in the market and, and you know, the pandemic that we've gone through hasn't helped at all. Uh, and it's impossible for an architect to keep up with the trends. Right. Uh, we as owners representatives depend on our general contractor friends and subcontractor friends to to give us that up to the second pricing. And, and we would never uh, rely
0: on an architect to give us a, a right. an accurate budget. So my number one question that I get Jonathan is is you know what is this going to cost or better yet what is your average cost of a renovation sure. and you know how the clients they'll they they're, all they're seeking is is information they're not there's nothing underhanded they're just wanting to know what the cost is and it's such a loaded question it, so it is it, and
1: unfortunately it's the first number you tell them, and it's yeah. going to be the only number that they remember. Yeah. yeah. Um. So much like going through the you know McDonald's drive-through, I, I'll I'll tell you that would you like a small, medium, large, or extra large order, sir? Right. Um. And those those are the categories I would put a typical uh, renovation right into. Uh, the small projects would be more like a single room, uh, minor finish improvements. I would say would be in the Ten dollars to $20,000 range. And for that, maybe you employ the services of an interior, of an interior designer. Mm-hmm. Um, many times, a general contractor could provide that service underneath his or her service. A project that's small enough not to maybe require a sophisticated building permit, right. or compl- complicated building permit. Um, a lot of times, those design services can be provided at, at kind of a one-stop for lack of a better word. Right. Um, the medium, you know, we start to get into uh, uh, systems, electrical, plumbing, air conditioning. I would say in the fifty to $70,000 range, oftentimes that involves the kitchen, uh, right. which is one of the areas that gives you the biggest bang for your buck on, on uh, for sure. return on investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the large ones, uh, we start to get into outside additions, actually adding structure to your home. I would say those would start around a hundred thousand and could could go up to a million or even more.
0: So what I know you do a lot of large projects, but you also take on smaller. We do.
1: We do. It's it's really based on the complexity and and the value we could bring. If if an owner is say out of state and needs to manage a project, we're that sort of the boots on the ground managing the project day to day. So it doesn't ma- really matter the size if, if the owner is willing to uh, spend the money to have a professional manage the project for them.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the steps of getting to that that cost, mm-hmm. you know, because I would imagine that the larger projects, they assume that, you know, there's no way to get cost. Immediately because you have a lot of steps to go through and a lot of selections and it's a yeah. commercial project. So they're more attuned to let's hire the design professionals in pre-construction stage. Whereas the smaller projects you were mentioning, they're still asking. Yeah. You know, so how do you, you know, what would you guide folks that are doing a small to medium to large renovation?
1: Sure. We, we kind of akin it to a funnel. Right. Uh, we start uh, very wide open. With what we call a concept budget, and we like to th- have those concept budgets be very conservative, mm-hmm. uh, higher than they're really going to be. My hopes are I'll start feeding our owners numbers, and it will never go above that. In fact, it might go lower. It's our goal to make it lower. So um, we we will put together you know in-house budgets with our friendly general contractors or architects or interior designers, um, you know, add uh, contingencies to that. Uh, based on our level of certainty on the details necessary to make the project. If it's just a you know 10-foot wood wall with drywall on each side, that's very easy to digest, and we can go right from a concept right. to a very accurate budget without drawings. But the more complicated the project gets, the more planning we have to do on paper, the more research and subcontractors mm-hmm. the general needs to, to bring in them. Um, before we can get an accurate number. so that concept budget uh, ultimately, well, slowly about midway down that funnel is a budget. It's not yet a price, it's still a budget. Um, as it gets to the end of uh, the funnel where we have finished drawings uh, and subcontractors involved at that point we have our our accurate cost guaranteed max price, contract right. price, whatever you want to call it but, we like to start pricing very, very early. We don't want our owners to, you know, be specifying solid gold toilets all the way through and expect to see, you know, a Home Depot porcelain toilet uh, uh, price at the end uh, just because we're going to bid it out and the lowest bidder is going to win. Uh, we don't really subscribe to that process. Right. We like our construction professionals, contractors involved early working through the prices with the designers Uh, And that's really the best way to guarantee that you're going to hit your budget when you've got a construction professional, contractor, not architect, not interior designer, uh, and alongside an architect, interior designer. Uh, So pricing and design can happen at the same time. Every line that's drawn, the contractor will say, well, that line is $10. um, And you either accept it or say, no, that's too much money. Let's
0: draw something else. Yeah, it's really hard to have that one entity be the creative as well as the pricing, you know, because a lot of times, you know, if you're in an idea session, it's really hard and it's, it's awkward for I would the contractors to be slapping you over the head and say, no, you can't afford it. You can't afford it. And when you're really just trying to create a design. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a three legged approach. It, you know, you've got a stool with three legs. It's not going to stand up with two legs. The three legs are the owner, the designer and the contractor. It, the stool doesn't work any other way. Um so it's a collaborative approach. Um we like to make sure our designers and contractors are paid fairly um so that they can be a part of the right. success of the project. We, we don't tend to work with owners who just want to get a the bit. lowest cost, right. the fastest, you know, what there's quality, cost right. and schedule. Pick two. You can't have all three. You're right. never going to get low cost,
0: fast schedule and good quality. But you can have—I don't know—pick two yeah, of the three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, would you find more of your customers already have a budget in mind, and then, or do they come to you without a budget and they say, "Help me create a budget"?
1: Um, we we tend to uh, have owners we develop budgets for. Okay. Um, sometimes there are budgets involved, and and very quickly we need to interrogate them, at those budgets, and say, "Can we take this project on and try to hit the budget?" or we need to have a, a little bit of time to evaluate and see if we can get you there um, but again that collaborative approach we can't do it alone um, we need our contractor friends our designer friends to yep. be a part of the process um, we can develop concept budgets by ourselves but they're they're filled with contingency allowances that that are there for unknowns that again are are probably artificially inflated because of what
0: we don't know Right. So going back to the cost, you know, when you when people are seeking the cost and I realize you had mentioned some obvious steps that are that are needed to come up with a cost. But what would you say on average if you're doing a kitchen renovation or um, something that would be the steps? No, just the cost. How much would it be per square foot if you were to have a gun to your head and they were to say, Jonathan, you know, I want a kitchen that looks like this in a real nice Just magazine the kitchen, picture. Maybe
1: five hundred dollars a square foot, yeah, maybe yeah. six hundred dollars. Right,
0: right. Um, It's not the oh, uh, you know, I can build a house
1: for a hundred dollars. Right, you know, in nineteen ninety five, the kitchen and the bathrooms are the most expensive rooms per square foot. in your house, yeah. uh, and and typically that balances with the guest bedroom that that may only be a hundred and fifty dollars a foot, but your kitchen comes in at $600 right, a right. foot, which ultimately averages out. averages out to about $250 a square foot right. for a, you know, new sort of entry level build. Um, so I would say, yeah, that I'll, I'll hang my hat on five to $600 a foot for a yeah. kitchen.
0: No, I agree because it's a common question. And when you look at it as kind of a weighted average, you know, like a room above the garage, there's not going to be a sink in there. Or maybe it's just carpet or, floor, you know, hardwood flooring. There's a door. Um, there's not much mechanical stuff. Whereas with a with a kitchen, I know I'm stating the obvious, but you have appliances and plumbing and electrical and a lot of different meat and potatoes in there. That's, that drives nowadays,
1: the Nowadays, trends of open kitchens. Uh, I renovated my kitchen two years ago. It was $125,000. Right. Um, I looked at my wife. How in the world did we spend $125,000? Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the kitchen is open. So right. you can't put a new floor in your kitchen without looking at the floor in the adjacent open rooms. Right. And oh, by the way, that entertainment center that worked with the old kitchen no longer works with the new kitchen, so we have to replace that built-in to make it match the cabinetry in the kitchen. Right. Um, you know, The ceilings have to continue. It, it, it snowballed outside of the kitchen, even though we were only renovating the kitchen. It went into all of our common rooms that were attached.
0: Yeah. Well, at our company we we tell folks and it's in the frequently asked questions about the average per square foot, but ground up is 250 per heated.
1: I hit that pretty well. Um I'm sorry, 350 per oh, heated really? square foot oh.
0: and then 250 for total. And then whichever one is the highest. Mm-hmm. But when you ask those questions as the client out there, you know, you got to it's a loaded question because I'm including an outdoor kitchen I'm including a potential pool. I'm including the fact that I know that this house needs to be built four feet above grade, so we have fill dirt and things of that nature. So, um, And I may be, on occasion, most of the time, would be including design, too. Mm -hmm. So when I say 350 a foot, it's all in. I may not be included in your jet ski that's going to go on your new dock, but, right. but, um, so it's a really loaded question. So when you're asking, you know, the average price per square foot, you obviously to go to a design professional, you kind of need to show some drawings and pictures, not necessarily drawings, but, you know, go to house and find your, your images, yep. um, or not many people clip from magazines anymore, but if you have magazine clippings, um, bring them to your, you know, your professional and they, they will help get to your budget or give you an accurate budget if you don't have one. Yeah. Um, so, Ultimately, getting to that
1: that hard number requires, um, on the kitchen side of things, more significant drawings that, that would document the changes to your electrical and your plumbing right. that, that are not seen, that may have to require a little bit of forensic work on behalf of the contractor to figure out where am I going to tie this new island sink into? Or, yeah, we, we want to skylight where there was no skylight, how right. are we gonna get through the trusses right. to make this you know, beautiful skylight? Um, there, it's 10 times cheaper to do it on paper oh, yeah. than figure it out in the field. So take that extra month, figure it out on paper, yeah. let your general contractor spend some time with the drawings to accurately price them. Uh, again, subcontractors are busy. They may not be able to get a price back to the general in a week or two weeks. Um, give them that extra week uh the 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 time will be well worth it on the financial side to make sure everything is resolved on paper
0: oh great thank you for your time i, I appreciate your conversation you. all right so average cost of a renovation i had mentioned ground up being 350 per heated square foot and 250 for the total square feet whichever one is higher jonathan mentioned and i did not but i agree with him when you come up with renovations it's pending the room size it's pending the actual room itself so if a kitchen is going to be 500 to a thousand square feet it could be um six seven hundred dollars a foot um, whereas a room over a garage that doesn't have mechanicals and appliances and all the expensive stuff can be a lot less around 100 to 150 so thank you for your time bud Thanks, James. Uh, and i'll see you soon thank you